What's up, what's up, good people? You are tuning into probably my favorite part of the day, which is recording this podcast, Unwanted Opinions. It is your girl, KT, and I'm here with Big Ugly, Reagan Patrick. Bro. That was a joke. She's not ugly. Bro. Anyways. What's up, everybody? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's good? Your girl's feeling good tonight. Ready to get Uh this thing going. It's going to be a good one. When Reagan says she's feeling good, that means some nonsense is about to erupt. <laughs> so just be prepared that you're about to hear some nonsense. By the way, before we go on, somebody the other day, did I tell you this? I've had like three people tell me that they love my voice. So I think I'm going to just start talking people to sleep. I, I think I'm going to just, you know, That's be in real ear. disturbing, bro. <laughs> that is not disturbing. That's it's like disturbing ASMR. to think about. It's like if it's like ASMR. I don't know what kind of talking to sleep you talk about, but I might read him a bedtime story. That's disturbing to think about. It's very not. It's not for all the people who said I have a, a a nice voice. I appreciate you. Reagan is just doing what she does, which is hate all the time. Also, quick update: we got our first listener from Barbados. Rihanna is in this thing. <laughs> Rihanna is listening to our podcast. I just want to put that out there. Yeah, uh, first international uh, listen too, right? No, no oh, it's this not. Is our, this is our fourth one. Oh, see, I what, didn't even know we, that. We, we got some people in the UK. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to and all of y'all. We just got a new listener in Barbados. Shout so, out to that person. I'm telling you, it's Rihanna. I'm telling I, you. I'm I mean, look, whoever it is, I, I doubt it's Rihanna, but whoever it is, we appreciate y'all for listening. We want to continue to have y'all listening to Beyonce. If you're listening, we appreciate you too. We also got a good following in Michigan. So whoever y'all are, what's good? Michigan, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> so so we about to, you ain't going to hold y'all over. We about to get all up in this thing. So, hey, they're going to a game five. Connecticut and Washington, I mean, who would have thought that this would be an entertaining series between two teams who have never ever in their existence of a team won a championship? I mean. Yo, it is insane. I I sat here at my counter and I watched um, game four and it was back and forth. It was very Especially in the end. Especially in the end. Yeah. Super back and forth. From halftime on, we're talking. Washington was down what sixteen points. Uh, and what yes. point is the game? And they then they had points. Yeah, then there was a point where like shot after shot, it was literally like eighty six, eighty seven, and then it'd be like it it just go up from one point, one point to after that. It was it was amazing. This has been a very entertaining finals. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't think I was expecting like. Uh, you know, like a close finals. I, I don't know if I was expecting a blow, but I don't think I was expecting to be this close. But this is very entertaining. Going back to DC for Game Five, DC has home cooking. So this is this is the ball might be in their court on this one. Look, like I, I'm just hoping for a good game. Like that's all I want. I just want a good game. The, I, I'm telling you, like, look, when Courtney Williams says she's a buck. I don't know who didn't believe her the first few times she said it, but that girl is a bucket bucket in her words. <laughs> she 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 she's definitely a spark plug for them. I mean, Alyssa Thomas too. You can't go wrong there. Like when Alyssa Thomas is actually doing her thing. And can you imagine how much more dangerous she'd be if she could hit free throws like consistently? If she, if she wasn't hurt. Forget I mean, about the free throw part. If she wasn't hurt. Yeah. Just think about what she would be like. She's all she's she's a beast and she's hurt. Yeah, but she's yeah. let's not let's not talk like she's the only hurt player out there on the court because we know what EDD is going through. But yeah. Alyssa Thomas is hurt, hurt. Two torn labrums. Like you know, like you know how hard that is to put on to do a simple task as pulling putting on a shirt and putting on a jacket when your labrum was torn, and you're out here fighting off uh, people like uh, Misa Min in the post, getting rebounds with two torn labrums. I can't imagine the pain that she feels after each game. Like she's probably going straight to the trainer at the end of the game. Yeah. Uh, I, like I've I've been hurt before, but I've never torn a labrum. But I understand how bad those hurt, and she has two of them. 
And they've been apparently affecting her for a while. Two torn labrums. Oh, I would have quit. I probably would have gave up. I like. <laughs> I'm, I have a high pain tolerance, but when you have two of the same injury in opposite sides of your arm and doing everyday tasks like pulling yourself up and putting on a shirt, I could just imagine what she feels. Yeah, that's pain. The girl's a beast. Like she's probably, arguably, one of the toughest players in the WNBA right now. We should. That's you know what we should. We should do that. Should be the next episode a list of the toughest WMA players currently. Mm. See, it got you thinking. We'll see. It got you thinking. Uh, th- but, you know, how do you feel about this, uh, Reagan? All this LA Sparks drama, Penny Toller getting fired, Derek Fisher not wanting practice players because he doesn't understand what practice players would do, male practice players per se. Uh, I mean, just the nonsense that was going on. Penny calling people MFers and N words, and uh, how do you feel? Like, what do you think is going on right now? I mean, just the 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 fact that um, that we we even have to talk about this right now is an issue. Like the seriously, the fact that we're even talking about this right now is an issue. But I the the whole thing with Penny, I don't like the way that she came out in the interview and was like, Oh, I've been here for the last twenty years, blah blah blah. Like we don't care how long you've been there. <laughs> if you're not tenure didn't save anymore, you. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're not respected anymore, then you're not respected anymore. And, and what she did was wrong. And I need her to know that what she did was wrong. I and if I'm not going to say anything of what she said. If you would like to know, just just <laughs> look it up because I can't really, this is this is a clean podcast. <laughs> so, it, but, but I think other than the fact that she's like I've been here for 20 years, the worst part about it is that she didn't apologize. She was like, "I may have said that." And then she was like, "If I said it, whatever. It is what it is." But it's like you can't no, it's not whatever. Yeah, you can't say it is what it is. And at the end of the day, like, yeah, these are your these these are essentially people who work for you because you're in quote in a way quote unquote their boss. But you can't disrespect grown women like that. You can't disrespect grown players. This isn't high school. This isn't college. Like, and then the fact that this isn't the first time she's done that, but this is the first time that people probably were fed up with patience. Yeah, it's just I'm I'm surprised. You know, Penny's probably never been you know, punched before or cursed out before like that. Because it's just like, you can't go in there in the locker room trying to talk to other people and, and discredit people and disrespect them. Because at the same, at the end of the day, you want respect from your players, you have to give them the same respect. Because exactly. I know me, like when I run out of patience, I probably would have said something and then what do you know, KT's either traded or kicked off the team. Like I would have definitely been traded or kicked off, definitely. But it's just like, you can't come in here saying what you said and then put the blame game on somebody else talking about, well, we didn't, I didn't go in the locker room after uh, the other game, so why did we lose that game? And it's just like, you can't say that. You can't, you can't put the blame on somebody else when you know that you're at fault, too. There, this has been coming for years on years. That organization should have been taking a look. You know, they, they should have looked at who they had in the front office and said, okay, it is time to re not rebuild the team per se, but to rebuild the atmosphere and rebuild the culture. Because if your GM has that type of culture, you have to wonder like what trinkles down from that. Exactly. So it's, 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 I think it's a, I think it's a culture thing for me. It's, it's a, it's a big culture thing and something has to give. And, and then on top of that, like, I, I know you said you were happy with the transparency that Derek Fisher said when he was like, okay, I don't know what I'm doing. And for some people, that's fine. But, like, now when you actually see the grand scheme of things, now hey, you're like, yo, like, you really don't know. Wait, 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 wait. I hey, think he you said, put, said put that, words you said, in my well, well, Okay, well, you said he, earlier you liked how he admitted he didn't know what he no, was doing as far as, like, no, coaching. No, no, as far no, as, no. I said I wasn't on board when we first hired him, but after I heard him talk about the way that he wanted to come in and learn from the players, which was a lie now that I know, 
now that this report has come out. But he wanted to learn from the from some of our vets that I was behind him. But now that this report has come out, I'm ready for him to go. He he has to go. There's no well, way that he stays with this organization. Well, I, well, I do appreciate the clarification because I thought you said you were cool with not cool with him. I know you didn't like him as a coach, but I thought you said you were cool with the fact that he was like, yeah, I don't I'm new to this. I don't know what I'm doing. Not necessarily saying you were cool with him, like being a coach and being kind of like, you know, that yeah. that's what I meant. I meant. Yeah. Yeah. No, you it, it, Yeah, it's and on top of that. Like, how are you not going to listen to? Two past MVPs and CP and Neko, and they're like, yo, we need to run some plays to, to free up Chelsea. She's getting kind of smothered out there. And then for you guys to kind of just be like, oh, no, we're not running plays because I say we don't need to and I don't want to do that. It's like, who would, you, you would never tell Jordan that. You would never tell Kobe that. Like, you're not going to tell LeBron that, no, nah, we're not running plays for Anthony Davis because I don't feel like we shouldn't. It's unnecessary. Who does, like, what kind of coach does that? It's the same example that I I used from last week. He he bench CP. You would never do that. What what coach would do that? It's very clear that Derek Fisher has his own agenda. And right yeah. now, the Sparks organization, we ain't I say we because I'm a fan, but we ain't <laughs> down for that. We to win titles. If you can't if you can't bring us something different to the table, then don't come to the table at all, my guy. And that's just the way I see it. Derek Fisher, he brought he brought his knowledge and experience, but we it, we clearly saw that it wasn't enough. So now we have to go find someone with enough knowledge, with enough experience, and who won't bench their star player in press <laughs> time in a must win game. <laughs> this organization. Somebody who won't play their starters less than twenty minutes, like in crunch time too. But the thing is, like, do we really say the knowledge though? Because apparently he seemed like he didn't know how the WNBA operated, especially when you have the players like, "Yo, like, yeah, we use male practice players. This is what we do to get better." And he's like, "I don't understand. No, we're not doing that." So it's just like, do you really well, have it's more so of what? When I say knowledge, it's more so of like basketball IQ. Okay. Now. Because basketball IQ carries throughout any game. But now that that I don't understand why we use male players thing. Why did y'all use male players, Derek? (laughs) I feel like his excuse would be like, because we're men. (laughs) Because we're men and we can't use. Like, I feel like that's what he would say. But the thing is, it's like you're questioning women who were champions before. You're questioning women who were MVPs before. It's like, I think they know what they're talking about a little bit. You know, give them, put, put some respect on their name. And then on top of that, and I know this happened, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And then on top of that, what lost me was is when you're literally talking to another team's player. That still is on my mind. Like, you don't do that. You, you just, you can't do that. Because it, it kind of, it brings you back to the AU days as if you're a parent and another parent was talking crazy to your child. As a parent, you know, you're going to want to be like, yo, what are you doing? So it's kind of the same way when you're talking to a, another player from a different team it's kind of just like what goes through your mind why would you do that well mm-hmm. I, I just i you know they but the thing is la the organization was saying that they were making some they were going to make some changes anyway i think this literally just made it go faster i think this probably pushed a little bit ahead of what they were going to do but i just hope you know la finds a gm that knows what they're doing that's good at building a team other than through trades because other than you know penny was good at trading but let's be real other than a few of those draft picks penny wasn't really the best at drafting no she was horrible yeah so my 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 hope is that they bring somebody in who's good at trades and drafting and if the new gm comes in we'll see what happens with Derek. but i don't like to come for people's job but Derek has to leave though i i think that is what we're waiting on. We're waiting yeah. on the new GM so they can make yeah. it to fire Derek. Because if if the new GM comes and they give Derek a chance, I think a lot of players are going to be disappointed. But I do think they might give Derek a chance faster than they would give Penny another chance. But he's definitely got to go. Like I, I don't understand how you get rid of one and not the other when they that was basically her hiring. And it's kind of just like, it's kind of like when you see coaches in college get fired, a lot of people transfer out because that was who they brought in. So in this case, you could kind of think of it the same way. But yeah, Derek, Derek's definitely got to be out of there. 
Yeah. So, moving on to the NFL, we uh, talked about the Redskins' disastrous start. We talked about how if they should probably put in Haskins over Keenum. But how about this? You know, you're, you're chilling in your bed, you know, on an early, you know, early morning, and your boss calls you in at 5 a.m. in the morning. So, you know, you be a you, you're going to get up and be like, oh, yeah, my boss wants to talk to me. I get up in the morning. Hopefully it's something good. He wakes you up at 5 in the morning and calls you to his office to fire you. Well, that's what happened to Jay Gruden. And honestly, I seen it coming. I was expecting it. A week before, maybe two weeks prior to this, he said that he felt his job was safe. Well, we knew exactly that in this case it wasn't. But do you think that was the right thing to do? Do you think Jay, Jay Gruden should have been gone? Do you think this is time? Do you think, you know, it's long overdue? How do you feel about this? I think it's time. I also think it's time to to look into look more into the organization. Um, mm. A lot of people like to blame the blame the coach. A lot of people of like to blame the players. Of course. But it's kind of like who's above that? Who who's <laughs> really making the calls in the organization? Is the it GM. the coach or is it the GM? <laughs> the GM. So, I think I think it's, you know, time to time to take that next step and to look look to see who else may be involved in this blame or who should be involved in the blaming of this terrible organization right now. That's probably um, next. But to be honest, um, a lot of people are saying, oh, he got called in at 5 a.m. I mean, at least they called him. At least they, at least yeah. they brought him in and did it to his face. At least he yeah. didn't wake up to a text message. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> there... a text message, come on. Because there have That's been instances like, there was a USC football coach a few years ago that got fired at the tarmac. Like, his plane didn't even take off. And there was like, yeah, you got to go, bro. So right. can you imagine, like, you're you're getting on the plane and they're like, ooh, about that. <laughs> like, you're you're fired. And I'm, it's not funny because, like I said, anybody losing their job is not funny. But at the same time, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, if you're not producing, you get fired. That's the real word. Like, if I just go to my job and stop working, they're going to be like, yo, you got to leave. So... I, it, it's it's the same way in sports, but I don't think people realize, yes, yeah, sports is fun, it's entertaining, but there definitely is a business side to it, and if you're not holding up that business side, you gotta be out of there. Yeah, definitely. And he wasn't getting it done. I mean, now this is definitely about to be a rebuild, so I I, I can see Dwayne Haskins starting the whole season. Um, I, I can see a couple of other rookies getting burned, but what do you think this does for Adrian Peterson, though? You know, he's a vet, he's getting up there. Uh, is, is you think he's gonna try to stay? You think he's gonna try to go somewhere else? I mean, I think he'll stay throughout the season, but I, I think he he starts looking into retirement. I know, I know that's a that's a crazy thought, but I think he I think he starts looking into it. Oh, you could say the same for Vernon Davis. You know, he's he's oh, yeah. up there too. Oh man, Davis is up there too. Oh, don't call him old. No, that's just I'm not. Not he's still a beast on the field. Yeah, Don't yeah. get me wrong. They both are. But yeah, they're they're both up there. You you could say, you know, it's time. It may, it may be time for them to start thinking about hanging up their cleats. Man, speaking of hanging up on cleats, right? So that Bears game I was watching when uh, <laughs> you know it was so close, so close, and then Chase Daniel throws an interception. It was it was it was bad. I don't know if you saw the game, Reagan, but he literally overthrew like two receivers and threw it into the Raiders second. I don't even think a secondary picked it off. I think it was a linebacker. That's how bad the interception was. We were right there at field goal range, right there. All you had to do was just get a couple more yards. Boom. Eddie Pinheiro comes in, saves the game. Woo woo. I'm happy. What happens? No, he wants to throw an interception. Like he's, I, I, I don't know what happened. We, I don't know what happened. That we lost to the Raiders. You know how embarrassing that is for me. Even though the Raiders aren't terrible, we lost to the Raiders. We let Eddie Carr come back and do his thing. Eddie Carr fumbled. We got the ball back. We started getting busy. And next to you know, we out here looking like a bunch of scrubs. That's crazy. Like Ray can tell you, I, I was mad. I, I, I was in in her DMs, very upset. And she laughed at me. That's using like what kind of friend laughs at me? If her Saints went through that, I would never do such a thing. You you know what Gruden said? He said in the locker room, 
we just proved to the world that we can be any team on any field, anywhere, at any time. Listen. He is a one million. He is worth one million dollars, and he said as soon as he got off that plane, he was gonna live it up. Listen, I feel like that had a lot to do with them getting, like them getting rid of Khalil Mack, and they're like, yeah, we beat the team that we gave Khalil Mack to, but still, they wouldn't even feel like that if they if Chase. If, if see you got me, I'm messing his name up. If Chase Daniel didn't throw that pick, like it hurt me in my soul. It hurt me in my soul. And Reagan can tell you I was hot. I was hot. I wanted to say some not so PG thirteen things. I wanted to go on a Twitter rant, but I didn't because I'm not that kind of fan. And the thing is, I'm not mad that the Bears lost. I'm more so mad at how they lost because I'm just like, yo, like we was right there and you threw an interception, a bad interception on a bad miscommunication play. We really have no quarterbacks. Like, and the thing is, he was doing well up to that point, but I'm just upset because we really, like, we always, we like, we could have had Patrick Mahomes and Sean Watson, so I'm feeling it right now. Like, I, that was a time when I was feeling it. Any other time, I'm just like, okay, whatever. But I actually felt it and I was upset. I was upset, but it's okay because week seven, we coming back, we beating the Saints. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. KT, how many how many games has your team lost? Two. I, and look, what I say, I said 12 before. No, that's two. That's only two. We got this. We got this. Trust me. My team would be okay. Yo, KT said 12 and 4. That's what I said. That's what I said. She said 12 and 4. I want y'all to remember that. I said 12 and 4. We got this. What you say, 11 and 5? You about to get uh, y'all. What do y'all have? Y'all are 3 and 2 right now? 3 and 1? 4 and 1? We're 4 and 1. 4 and 1. Okay, make that 4 and 2. Oh wait, wait. Four and one. Y'all, yeah, well, y'all gonna be y'all gonna be five and two when y'all play us because I'm pretty sure y'all winning this week. But five and two, be prepared. I'm saying it right now. Five and two, the New Orleans Saints, as in they can't see what the Bears is gonna do to them week seven. There you go. Y'all, y'all hear this child? Listen. Do, do y'all hear this child? I Listen. didn't even come for her team this week, which means she she feeling some type of way about. I do. I no, I don't feel the type of way that I play y'all, that we play y'all. I feel the type of way that we lost to the Raiders. I feel the type of way that we gave the Raiders the momentum that they wanted, and we let Jacobs run all over us. I that was petrified. I had never seen such a thing. I honestly think it was jet lag. I don't want to play no more games in London. No more Bears games in London. I'm caught. We don't want that no more. I'm mad. But I I, I have, you know, I have something that Reagan might be mad at since she's an Oakland A's fan. So, so um, the Oakland A's are basically in some type of lawsuit right now, and I'm going to let our resident A's fan, Reagan, talk about that because, I mean, that's her team, so why not? So, and this is just my from my understanding. Uh, I always encourage people to do their own research, but apparently MLB is saying that the A's could be moving to Vegas. I, to me, I think it's an empty threat because, of course, they want the A's to get a new stadium in Oakland. Well, it's a pretty beat up Oakland. It is, but they've done if. If you've been, you know they've included the treehouse. You know they're the main thing right now with the MLB is it's boring. The MLB is yeah, boring. baseball we're, is boring. We're just gonna put it out there. The MLB is yeah. boring. Games so, last too long. It's it's just too slow. Yeah. So what they're trying to do, the what well what the MLB is trying to figure out is how to make the game fun, not how to speed it up, but how to make it a social event. So that's that's the MLB should be worrying about that right now. True. But back to this A's team. So Oakland is suing the county because the county wants to sell the Coliseum to the A's while they 
build a new stadium. And Oakland doesn't want the A's to own the old stadium. So MLB comes in and they say, well, we just, y'all, y'all saw what the NFL just did to the Raiders. All the Raiders fans are about to start traveling to Vegas now. Well, we're going to make the A's fans travel to Vegas if y'all don't give us what we want. So it's pretty much saying, I'm going to go pop my trunk if you don't do what I say do. <laughs> So I go to the heavy Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know about that. Y'all don't know about that. But <laughs> so you don't think, so in your opinion, you don't think that's going to happen. You think they're going to stay in Oakland? I don't think it's going to happen. Mainly because it, there's an article out there. I was talking about this somewhere. Um, their attendance is good. I'm not saying it's great. But it's good. It's a the MLB. Their all their clubs are starting to go to this this ticket package where you can get a you can get a ticket to every game at a lower price, but you won't know your seat until like a couple of hours before the game. And the A's were the first organization to start this. That's actually a pretty good business model right there. Um, now, the thing about it is you can't resell your ticket either, from my understanding. Once again, I encourage everyone to do their own research. But from my understanding, you can't, for most of these packages, you yeah. can't sell your tickets. It would, make, it, it, would, it would make sense, though, because you don't know where you're sitting, so you don't want to sell, well, sell a seat if you don't know where you're located. It makes sense to the organization because they're getting you into all eighty-two yeah. games for the low. For the you know, you, they're getting your money for all eighty-two games, and you don't yeah. know where your seats are. But, um, but yeah, so the Azer they started that they started that ticket package, and they are the only club ex- excelling at that ticket package right now. Interesting. If they were going to move a team, it wouldn't be the A's. It would be another team who's struggling with attendance. I'm not going to say no names, but Uh, this team was also (laughs) in the news, or there were rumors about this organization trying to play half of its home games where they are located and then half of them up in Canada. Why? I don't know. What team is this? <laughs> Go ahead and say it. I'm, int- I'm actually intrigued. What team is it's, that? It's, it's one of the Florida teams. Oh. Mm. That could, well, that could be either one of those teams, if we being honest. I think. I think. Like I said, I encourage everyone to do their own research. But um, that, that was a conversation that I was having a long time ago, uh, or well, earlier this summer with a colleague. But, um, yeah, so I, I think it's an empty threat. I wouldn't be too worried about it. It's it's just it's one of those tactics that leagues and organizations do all the time of if you don't give me what I want, I'm moving. Would you have a problem with them going to, to Vegas? Like you don't know, you don't think that would help them out at all or do you think it's kind of just like why move something that's been there and has a tradition and why move it to Vegas? Sponsorship wise, it would probably help. Um but they're about to be the only team located in Oakland. The only yeah. team. The Raiders moving. San Francisco. I mean, not San Francisco. Um, the Warriors. They're moved. They moved. Yeah. They're no, longer, yeah. they're no longer located in Oakland. They're in San Fran now. They're in the uh, bougie outskirts yeah. <laughs> of Oakland. Yeah. yeah. Where all their new techie... Um, bandwagon fans are but no they're the only team in Oakland now they have if if they stay they will have the full and I'm not saying that they don't already have the full support of Oakland because they have a bunch of fans out there but they will have the full backing of the city of Oakland and most people may say oh well that's not much to go by but we all know how Oakland Raiders fans were yeah, we all know, yeah, yeah, we all know that. So they got to go somewhere. The market is there. I, I, I think everybody's now 
infatuated with Vegas for a spot for sports, especially now that gambling's legal and and all that land over there. And if I don't know if anybody has seen the stadium being built, the the Raider Stadium being built in Vegas, but like it's coming along really quick because they have all that land. And and like I said, I, I think a big part of it is because gambling and sports is legal. So and then on top of that, Vegas. I mean, other than gambling, there's nothing really to do out there. It's kind of you know, it's it's it's, it's just hot could be kind of boring sometimes so i think a lot of teams are like oh yeah we put this team in vegas we're gonna get fans because vegas people need something to do other than being drunk and gambling and watching boxing and mma all the time yeah we'll see how it goes we we will see i like i said i, I think it's a tactic and i don't think it's gonna happen but who knows it could so um zion Wilmerson and the 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 pelicans played How'd you feel about that? Did you see the game? How'd you think about his three big dunks he had? And yeah, and, I, I, uh, watched, I watched some highlights, and um, <laughs> I would just like to say I said this team was gonna be fun to watch. Here um, she go bragging about things that she didn't say. I'm just saying. Here uh, she go. But no, this this team is really gonna be fun to watch. Um, not saying that you know they're gonna be high up in the playoffs. But they're definitely going to be an exciting team to watch. Um, I would like to know, and this is just the this is just the student in me or whatever you want to call it. I would like to know which ticket is going to be more expensive when the Lakers come to town, when the Clippers come to town, when the Rockets come to town, Warriors or the Pelicans. Mm. Ooh, I think. So, are you talking about for? Tennessee or are you just saying for in general in any like let's, uh, let's, say, let's say in Miami oh the Lakers probably Lakers and Houston are, are definitely going to be a big draw for those two now if you're talking about a team um in, in Memphis I would say Pelicans are probably up there obviously Houston and then the Lakers I think the Warriors are still going to have a big draw because that's going to stay, but I just don't know if they're going to have the same draw as they did when they had KD. Because you have to remember Brooklyn now, because they who they have, they're probably going to be like a decent draw. But because there's no longer KD and the Warriors probably won't be the same team, I don't think people are checking for them as much. But they're still going to be checking for them. I mean, because you got Steph Curry, one of the best shooters in the game. I just don't know if they'll be up there with, you know, with, with like doing ticket sales with the Lakers and, and Houston. Yeah, I got you. You'll be surprised in the draw that the Lakers get, though, um, in Memphis. I used to go to Lakers-Grizzlies games all the time, and Lakers game would sell out. No matter how high yeah. it was, it, it would sell out. Imagine. And that's just the brand of it all. But um, I'm going to keep an eye on that, actually, to see which ticket is going to be more expensive to get. I'm just going to focus on one city and see. See what see what goes on. Um, I, I know you didn't watch much of the Houston game, but looking from you know, looking at the preseason game, it seems like what we thought would happen is going to happen. That there's not going to be enough ball going around. You had Westbrook with with 13 and James Harden with 34, so it's kind of like it's only preseason, and preseason games obviously don't count for what is going to happen in regular season. But if this is what we see in preseason, do you feel like that could be a problem going on forward to the season? Um, it depends on if Westbrook is ready to focus more so on assists and rebounding or or if they can figure it out. Somehow the Warriors figured it out. True. Somehow Miami figured it out when they had the big three. Yeah. So they, they, they both of them have to be willing to play off of their weaknesses and their strengths. Okay. Now what about OKC with, with Chris Paul and Steven Adams? Do you feel like that's enough to do anything? Is that, is that a playoff team in your opinion? Cause I don't see it. Maybe if they get, an extra person if Chris Paul even stays I do know they you know there's some conversations saying they might trade him he might stay depending on what's going on can you see OKC in the playoffs at all because you have to remember the West is heavy now 
you know, they're they're a pretty heavy team now. Everybody who's over there and and what and you know what they've had before. So, can you see OKC making any type of impact at all? I don't think OKC wants to see themselves in the playoffs. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, saying no. I mean, that's offensive for OKC fans. Reagan said that, not me. Jumping her mentions. It does. Okay, like, is there is are there many OKC fans anyway? It's like five of them, I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like what I what I do. It's like five. I've only seen like five OKC fans. That's disrespectful, right there. No, I mean I'm not saying it. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just saying, like, how many OKC fans you've seen? Y'all, me and KT can't really talk because we're Bulls fans. Well, let me re- let me rephrase that. KT is just a Bulls fan. I am a Grizz and a Bulls fan, so I got the double whammy. But we can't talk, so don't mind us. I, I mean, I do like other teams in the NBA, but yeah, Bulls are definitely, definitely my favorite. And look, I'm about to really set it off on here and make everybody mad. If I had to pick a number two team, I'm going with the Clippers. I'm I'm going with the Clippers. Y'all can get mad at me all y'all want to. Laker fans, Laker fans are about to. It's not even a bandwagon thing. It's just I honestly like seeing them play. And the Lakers are cool to watch too. Like don't get me wrong, the Lakers are fun. The Lakers are a really fun team to watch, and it, they're definitely gonna be fun seeing you know seeing AD do his thing. But I just I kind of I kind of like to just see what the underdogs can do. So I know I'm gonna get a lot of flack from that. I'm gonna have a lot of Laker fans in my mentions probably. And Laker fans, y'all are rough. Don't beat me yeah. up. Y'all are like, I, I'm not I'm not cheering for the Lakers until I see Braun, A D, and Coos at a Sparks game. Oh you yes. got a team right there in your backyard. And you travel to Vegas. <laughs> Vegas. I feel like I feel like there was more than just basketball reasons why they traveled to Vegas. I mean, of course, but like you still gotta y'all use the same facilities. I know yeah. you wrote the Bradley Bill article. I it was a great article, by the way. That was an amazing. That was an amazing article. That was an amazing. That Bradley. If you guys haven't read that Bradley Bill article, you got to check it out. That was actually a really good article, and everything he was saying in that article was correct. Yeah, everything was correct. Like I, basically, Adam Silver, NBA. You guys invested in this league. You need to act like you invested in this league. Don't have it just sit there like a ball-headed stepchild. Like actually do something. And support the league like you do the men. Like I, that was a great article. I enjoyed it. In order to make money, you gotta spend money. Unless you like me, you just real cheap and don't like, like to do either. Cause I don't know, it'd be it'd be hard out here sometimes. You be trying to, you be trying to make all sorts of things, money moves happen, but life just has a way of punching you in your face. But when you Adam Silver, you really gotta, you know, you you get punched in the face. You ain't got that much punches to take. <laughs> But yeah, it, it's a, uh, it, it's I, I I agree though. I don't I don't think OKC and their three fans are going to do much this season. So speaking of three, this is first three. First three what? Pointer. Oh yes 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 <laughs> yes 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 he did. I, I I was so distracted by the three. I was like, three what? Yeah, Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, he he actually did it. It looked good. But the thing is, when you're that open, and teams from other countries know that you can't shoot threes, and they leave you that open, <laughs> you're a bad three point shooter. But if he could consistently knock that down in regular season, he's going to be a dangerous player, even more dangerous oh, yeah. than what he already is. It, it, like when you have a when you leave players open like that. I think it starts messing with the, their head, like, yo, like, they're messing with me because I know I can't shoot them, so I'm going to make them pay for it. And if he can make everybody pay for that, he's he's, he's going to be a hard guard. He's already, like, what, like, 6'8", six, 6'9", six, and he plays point guard? Yep. And dude's big. He's solid. I can imagine. Like, I just don't want him to do it all over my team, though, because I'm going to have the same situation like I did with the Bears losing. But I, I don't expect the Bulls to be doing much this season anyway, to be honest with you. So, I mean... Hopefully the Grizzlies don't do nothing either, so Reagan can fill it twice. Look, we play the Pelicans next in preseason. I heard. I think yeah. it's tomorrow. So, we about to get dunked all up on. <laughs> I am about to dunk on our whole team. Ooh. But Kobe White's good. I like Kobe White. So I like his hair. I like him, but I'm gonna <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> 
you know, hey, just had to throw that out there. I, I like him. <laughs> I, I, you know, I like, I like, I like everything about him. You know, the hair is definitely a plus, but hey, you know, I'm just saying. He probably not listening to this, probably never will, but I never know how big this platform is going to be. Hey, if you're listening, I just want to have a one-on-one basketball game. Ain't that what they be saying to us? Could I just play one-on-one one time? All defense, you could just score all the buckets you want to on me. I just want to play defense just so I can, like, touch up on the body okay, or something. Okay, okay. This is an easy <laughs> podcast, KT. I didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. What I, I didn't say nothing. So, yo, yo, I'm starting. I, say I, I am taking control, yo. He can gladly post me up, is what I said. I am taking control. I didn't say All right, it. KT, it is time <laughs> <laughs> for keeping 100. <laughs> I just kept it 100. You, you told me to stop. It is it's time for keeping 100. <laughs> I got a question. And y'all, KT called me country earlier. Hey, I got country family too, so I feel it. But I tweeted earlier today that I really wanted some fish and spaghetti. And if you don't know what I mean by that, I mean fried catfish with spaghetti. And I don't want none of that um, sauce on the side type stuff. Nah, mix my spaghetti. You put ketchup in your sauce? No. People, some people, you know that's the thing, right? People put ketchup in their their tomato sauce. I think that's gross too, but that's a thing. (laughs) Okay. If y'all could see my face right now. Yeah, her face was very disgusted. The disgust on my face. That's a thing. That's a real thing. People do that. Y'all. Okay, anyways. (laughs) KT, the sugar go on spaghetti the sugar go in spaghetti however you want if you're from new orleans like my dad then yes but i don't like i don't like sugar in my spaghetti i don't like it don't hand me no sweet spaghetti if i want spaghetti i want my spaghetti robust i want it you know kind of kind of kind of meaty i want it to have like a nice a nice taste. I don't want no sugar in my spaghetti. I don't want no sugar spaghetti. I don't want no diabetes in my greasy food. That's what I'm like. That's 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 a killjoy. So no, for me, definitely not sugar in my spaghetti. I ha- I've had it before. I'm just not a fan of it. If you know how to make it, it won't be sweet. Listen, you you shouldn't even be able to taste. Like this is the thing. People think by putting sugar in their spaghetti. It makes it super sweet. No. We not out here making diabetes Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. So how about this? Whenever I come to Nashville, make me some sugar spaghetti. Now, I'm going to take you back home and let my grandma make it for you. Uh, oh, well, look, I'll I'll accept. I'll accept. I, just, I, pro- just, as I long promise as... you won't even be able to taste it. Because I've had some before. I don't know who made it. It wasn't my mom. I don't know who it was, but it was very sugary, and I was very disappointed. It was gross. Nah, you you won't even be able to taste it. The thing, like, I, I'm, I just, and people will be like, okay, if you can't taste it, then why you want it in there? It's because, I don't know. It's just, it adds it flavor. Me, yeah, it gives me this yeah. homey feeling. Like, I know if it's not in there because it ha- it. It's just dry. So wait, so when you go to like Olive Garden or something, do you ask for sugar? Like you're like, hey, sugar. What do you get? Like lasagna or something? If I go to Olive Garden, I'm an Alfredo person. So if I go out, I'm getting Alfredo. The only time I'll do um, tomato sauce is if I'm doing spaghetti. Like if I'm eating spaghetti. So basically, so basically, when you eat spaghetti. It basically has to be homemade because you like yeah. sugar in your spaghetti. Okay. I can I can rub with that. And I do think spaghetti can be a side dish, by the way. Oh god. Okay, good. I think it can. I, I definitely can. I, I thought you were about to say it it can't be a side dish. And I, I was about to, I was about to revoke your black card. <laughs> Look, I think it definitely can be. I just think it depends on what you're eating because I've known my mom definitely made some chicken and we had spaghetti on the side. Like, right? look, this is this is you know what's so crazy. So we were known as a chicken house 
we would walk in and it just smells like chicken, just chicken. Just <laughs> like, it was the craziest thing. Like a lot of our friends would come over. They'd be like, it smells like chicken in here. And then next thing you know, my mom coming out like the chicken duh. Like we was a chicken household. I know that probably sounds very, what's the word? Um, stereotypical, but we love chicken. I hate watermelons though, but I love chicken. Like it, it was, I'm telling you, we were like a chicken house, mashed potatoes and chicken. Um, spaghetti and chicken uh what else like chicken and like uh pork chop it's just like chicken it was just chicken everywhere but i loved it though all right so you i mean you answered that last question now i got one more for you Uh, did you ever drink kool-aid when you were growing up oh definitely did you are you gonna ask what flavor red (laughs) did i ever make the kool-aid um i didn't want to make the Kool-Aid. My my brother, my mom made the Kool-Aid. Like I could make Kool-Aid, but something about their Kool-Aid was just the best. Okay, but did you ever make? Well, okay, did you watch them make it? Oh, definitely. Okay, so when they made it, did they go? How did they make it? Like, did they go water, sugar, then Kool-Aid, or did they go sugar, Kool-Aid, then water? <laughs> <laughs> so it depends on who was making it because my brother would he would so first of all we would mix the kool-aid packets we would get like we always look we call we call strawberry and cherry and fruit punch red we, we call that red we don't it's it's red the packet is red so we'd mix the red packet and the purple packet just an example and the sugar and he would put it in like dry ingredients first sometimes and then he'd put cold water in there and mix it and then obviously like you, you have the sugar in there, and then we would taste test it to make sure it was good. You always got to taste test the Kool Aid because you don't want no bitter Kool Aid. Like I remember, one of my cousins made some Kool Aid, and it was so nasty that we end up making a separate picture of Kool Aid, and she got offended. It was like, why ain't nobody drinking my Kool Aid? But her Kool Aid was nasty; it had no flavor. It just tastes like water, basically. <laughs> it just tastes like water. But like, it depends on who made it. Because sometimes my mom would put the water first and then the Kool-Aid, then the sugar. And then my brother would put the, the Kool-Aid, the sugar. So it, it did depend, but there was both good. It just, it just, it's, it's a certain way you have to make it. It's just like a certain touch. Got you. I would just like to say in my household, there was only one way to make the Kool-Aid. Uh-oh. You add the sugar. Of course. Then you add the Kool-Aid packets. Of course. Then you add the water. You yeah. stir it, you taste test it. Boom. There you go. I see all these people on Twitter, though, talking about, oh, no, you add the water first, then you add the Kool-Aid, then the sugar. Like, no. No. I didn't even know there was a Kool-Aid debate on Twitter. I must have missed that. It's been going on for weeks. Uh, Yeah, I must have missed that part of Twitter. I know a part of Twitter that is. I might be. (laughs) I know a part of Twitter that is. No, you're wrong. I'm I'm wrong. You're wrong. Wow. I'm shocked. I'm, I mean, Kool-Aid is not <laughs> exclusive to just one type of person, but I'm shocked. Were they the ones who said put water first? Yeah. Of of course. Of of course. No, no. You're wrong. I'm wrong again. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look, KT could have been when she's wrong. I, have you, okay, so do you put, when you make cereal, do you put the milk in first or the cereal in first? I personally do cereal first. I feel like milk. if you put in the, the milk first, you're a cereal killer. I no mean, technically, thinking. I was about to say, hey, you feed me to it. <laughs> technically, you are finna kill the cereal. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I, because I like, I like to get a taste of everything. And then if you put the milk in, for some reason, I have this thought that the milk is disgusting if it's already been in the bowl first. And then you put the cereal in. I'm just a weird person. Look, no, I ate two no. pennies. You know, I, I, this is coming from a person who's eaten two pennies. So, my like my my food food for me can be weird in certain cases, but I definitely put my my uh my cereal first. Oh oh okay. Since you're on the topic of cereal, what is your favorite breakfast cereal? Like I like cinnamon toast crunch or frosted flakes and like apple jacks. Those are my top three. All sugary cereals. <laughs> I'm lo- I'm looking at my refrigerator right now. I got apple jacks, frosted flakes, and then I have this like organic blueberry custards yeah you lost me it's my my brother got me on hooked on i don't eat those with milk you lost me those in cheerios dry for a snack 
Cheerios, uh, yeah, but you lost me with them honey nut cluster oat things you just said. I said organic blueberry clusters. You lost me with the organic... It's, it's, uh, it's nothing but frosted flakes with dried blueberries. That's not what you said. You said they said that they was organic stuff. It is. It's organic blueberry cu- clusters. It's, um, it's frosted flakes with blueberries. Is what it is. You you must be you must eat cheese slices in movie theaters too, don't you? I talked to my boss about that because he's from Wisconsin. He said that is not true. Uh, at least there's one normal person in Wisconsin. You should ask him if he's ever eaten pennies before. With that being said. I know I'm we, not the only weird one. <laughs> <laughs> we thank y'all for dealing with us. And yes, I said dealing with us. Yes, we but appreciate nah, it. For real, we appreciate y'all so much. Y'all just don't understand. Um, we're hoping to, well, I'm hoping to try to talk KT into doing some type of giveaway soon. So stay tuned. Oh. Um, Is it a Kobe White's phone number giveaway? Anyways, <laughs> I'm on that one. Make sure y'all pay attention to the Twitter. You keep listening because that's when we are going to announce it. Speaking of Twitter, follow us at Unwanted Pod. Once yep. again, that's, that. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> that is correct. Once again, that is at Unwanted Pod on Twitter. Follow me personally, and I'm not even gonna plug KT into this. Just, just follow me. Wow. And underscore R A P two four. Once again, that is underscore rap twenty four. KT, what's your Twitter? That's just me. She just literally like on air just disowned me. But my the greatest person in the world Twitter handle is Pup Ten Ten P U P. T-E-N-T-10. Once again, P-U-P-T-E-N-T-10. The greatest. Kobe White, if you're listening, <laughs> follow me, please. <laughs> Slide in these DMs because I have a proposition. Ignore KT. <laughs> but like we always in this thing, thank you for listening. Let your mamas listen. Blake Let Griffin, you. slide in there too. Let your baby mamas listen. <laughs> Let your brothers, your sisters, your cousins, your mama's mama listen. Because we here. Rihanna's listening. Some folks Beyonce's in the UK listening. listening. Beyonce is listening. Oprah, where you at? Because I know you listening. listening. Oprah's listening. Too. <laughs> Obama's listening. We, look, we, we got superstars out here. <laughs> but that's all we got for y'all. We out. <laughs>